0: Hey and welcome to the 2020 20 year. First of all, sorry for some of the problems, technical problems. Because, you know, before I started the stream, I had to prepare, I had to set up the lightning, the microphone, the camera, and... Um when I was setting uh, a camera on the mount I have on the wall, I decided that, well, something is loose, so maybe I should tighten some bolts, so okay, I, but uh, it's, a, it's a bolt to which I have access only from the inside of the mouse. so I have to detach the mount from the wall to tighten the screw, everything was great, then I screwed uh, the thing to the, to the wall again, and then, and then funny thing happened, because uh, this is a 3D printed part, And I decided, okay, let me check if this is correctly mounted to the wall. So I was like, okay, 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 camera will survive. And this is what, (laughs) this is exactly what happened. So uh, tomorrow I will have to probably print this thing one more time and maybe figure out a better way to install the camera on the wall. Uh, Because right now I'm in the kind of improvised way with the tripod and because of the tripod i had to move the lcds apart and i closer to the camera than usual so a lot of problems a lot of challenges and well yeah look what a beautiful 3d printed element that gave up uh and i uh, and i made it slightly beefier than this really had to be by purpose maybe i should print it with something else but the idea was just 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 great uh this thing on the on the wall and and everything was great but now everything uh well well you see how it is so Welcome. Welcome to the 2022. This is uh, Pawel Spechalski talking to you on this beautiful, well, not really, not the beautiful, on the Saturday uh, night live. At least this is Saturday night live uh, here in the Central Europe. It's 7 p.m. Everywhere where you live, it can be completely different hour, of course. And today, today we will talk about FPV. Today we will talk about uh, whatever you think about the FPV, RC, Hobby, Beta Betaflight, whatever you want. The place for you to drop in the topics for the conversations is, of course, in the chat. I have some, let's say, filler topics uh, prepared for today. You see, over here I have like, how many? Uh, One, two, not sure if I'm going to talk about this, three, four, five, six, seven different topics for today. Uh, But we will be going into them during the live stream one by one so far uh so far everything uh, seems like to be pretty fine in the in the world and everywhere uh nothing major happened yet so maybe 2022 will be actually a pretty good year who knows uh who knows what the the reality will will bring to us uh so far so far i even was flying twice in the 2022 that's incredible because Twi- two days in the rows I went flying. I tested uh, a quad, a second quad and a third quad and uh, some of the quads I moved to the 6S. So you know, like, whoa! And uh, I checked some of the recordings I had previously. I was flying on the 22nd of the November. So six, seven, around seven weeks without absolutely not going uh, to the airfield, trying to do anything now. well. Apparently, apparently, I'm flying again. Uh, let's see what's happening in the in the chat. Who's here? Hildi, Hérom, hello, hello, mate. Happy New Year to you too. One Vision Ariel, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I said, <laughs> everything seems to be working. Five, fine. Of course, we have a uh, Nightbot, because Nightbot loves to drop by to this live stream from time to time to do different stuff. Uh, Betrol FPV, hello. Nadiesel girl, hello. It's been a while since I saw you somewhere in the chat. Well, on the other hand, I'm not doing the live streams as often as I was doing before, so maybe this is, this is one of the reasons. And Hildy dropped one of the questions, actually. The question on the topic uh, that's partially on the similar topic like Orca digital system, will it be like HD0 or DJI? Um, I think it will be much closer to the HD0 than to the DJI Um, and there are a few reasons. Uh, the I saw somewhere the video example of the video fit. And no no, this is not that great as it could be. Well not not bad, but not great as well. And uh... developing a new low latency HD video link is bloody expensive I seriously doubt that they have enough of the budget to pull it off uh, so they are limited to the off-the- shelf uh, component so basically they have to use uh, whatever is on the market and there is not that much on the stopping on the market so so I, but let's wait let's wait let's uh, let's see what's gonna happen and uh, but I yeah, you know, maybe, who knows? Um, yeah, like I said, I'm not really 100% convinced that it will be great. Uh, also, I'm not sure if you saw that, uh, but for example, Orca and Immersion RC, they are right now very close to each other. And if we go to the Immersion RC Facebook, uh, let's quickly jump there. Immersionercy Hub, they announce that they have new flight controllers. Like something like this. This is Scream H7 twins. Uh, makes sense for digital video for analog video because yeah, it has the OSD chipset or does not have the <laughs> or does not have the OSD chipset, so that's the difference between analog and the video. Uh, but look here. Uh, Scream H7, everybody thinks that H7 is so fantastic and everything is great until you read that it's not H743 but H750 and because it's the H750 that means it's the smallest and the cheapest version of the H7 and the problem with the smallest and the cheapest version of the h7 h750 is that it has only 128 kilobytes of flash memory this is why they have to pull off exactly what the SP Racing had to do with their first uh, h7 that means uh, you have to basically store the firmware on the sd card uh, on the boot load the uh, firmware from the SD card to the memory and then run it through the memory. It's like, bloody complicated solution uh and if this thing will be placed uh, on the market as expensive as other h743s uh, that doesn't really look look very good but we, we will see uh so far the immersion rc usually was giving us a uh, good quality products i'm for example a super happy users of the immersion rc ghost works just like that so absolutely no problem let's say this is the high quality in the in the world of the uh of the air uh, ceilings uh but does it mean that everything will be good? the question is how how this will be positioned on the market how expensive it will be and uh, will people actually buy it uh the last the last thing might be actually not that good let's say <laughs> So we will see, we will see. Oh, Robert Rotlep. Oh, sorry. I'll scratch that. Robert Ortlep. Uh, happy New Year, man. Uh, thank you very much uh, for warm wishes. And I'm also sending you very warm wishes, because if you write that you have minus 28, that I we today had like plus four. And uh, so let's say more than 30 degrees Celsius of the temperature difference. Now, Diesel Girl, uh, no, I'm not in Kazakhstan. Um, Actually, this is a very good question. How far uh, is it Where more or less where I live to Kazakhstan? So let's see. Kazakhstan. How far? How far? How many thousand of the kilometers Uh, by car? So to make this like and from Szczecin so yeah okay 5000 kilometers so no i'm i'm kind of safe uh, so it's more or less like 5000 kilometers I would have to cross one border, second border, and then probably a third border, fourth border, so no, 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 uh, however, the, the situation is kind of, let's say, not, not the best one. On the other hand, I wonder what's farther away from me, Kazakhstan or New York? Uh, okay, we, ha- we already know that this is 4,650 kilometers. So New York. Okay, of course we cannot go there by car because you know you have this Atlantic Ocean over here. But let's say we want to take the car. Okay, thousand euros, but where's the distance? Where's the distance? I would like to see the distance. And there is no way to go there. Okay, but still kind of similar distance. So I'm I'm pretty sure I'm safe. <laughs> um yeah thumbs up why not let's let's have uh thumbs up because you know it's uh, always uh good that to people give thumbs up because when there is a lot of thumbs up on the video the google the google yeah the youtube the google is more eager to promote uh, the video among uh, other people so so in general it's a good good idea uh, yeah, not this girl, The situation over there looks like super shitty. Uh this is uh, if the Russia will uh, move in over there, we're gonna have another pseudo Republic of. I think so I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty happy that I don't live over there. Poland has right now its own uh, political problems, but I'm super happy I'm not from Kazakhstan. So at least, at least that. Okay uh hildiz says that the digital system looks interesting but not the fcs yeah the FCS not really what what can we know about the or or yeah, the digital fpv what will we know over here okay Matt's, uh, hmm. What's interesting, there is very little about this topic on the Orca's website. However, maybe over here there will be something interesting. I had actually a plan to go through this today, but... Okay, digital video, but uh, because we decided in the morning to go to the aquapark and uh, do some swimming and uh, having a good time instead of doing research, (laughs) I, I really had no time to do it. Okay. Um. And King of Jester says that the Orca digital system is just a picture of some VTXs behind the glass. No DVR or cam, no specs, no, basically, no system. So, yeah, um, maybe they just uh, took the HD0, maybe they just DVMAT sold them the license. Who knows how it's gonna, uh, how it's gonna look like. Uh, Willy FPV. Uh, have I tried 4.3 on quad with the Earth? processor on my Nazgul uh, 5v2 analog my cp load was uh, value 55 is it still safe trying to switch to betaflight 4.3 so no um if betaflight has not changed the way that the load is computed 55 is too much i really do think it's too much so probably you should increase the divider for the pid loop there is a setting in the uh, in the in the configuration page about the how often the PID loop is executed, but 55 means that probably something is lagging behind. Uh, hard to tell what's lagging, and what's the cause. But uh, this is too much in my my opinion. I was actually flying Betaflight 4.3 on Friday. Yes i was doing this thing on friday because i was finally able to test the wait a second Mm. here it is because i was finally able to test this thing this is the Farins frames baby frog four inch foldable drone you see you just take the arms and the arms beautifully folds Uh, and they beautifully folds uh, down, so it takes less space inside of your carrying bag or whatever. So I was uh, able to test it. Uh, original tune was uh, original; it was originally shipped to me with the BetaFire four point two. But I can screw it, flush it. Uh, after setting everything up, it was working just fine. Absolutely no problems. Actually, quite nice experience uh, in the air. I should have somewhere the the VR of the event probably still on the in the goggles, but uh, um, yeah, those are not the biggest motors ever. And because those are not the biggest motors ever, that means that it's super sensitive to the wind. And every time there was any gust of the wind, it was like like bobbing along. But this was actually expected. Um, and the Betaflight 4.3 was working just fine. Uh, nothing that I might not expect. Nothing above the expectation. So it was just flying just fine. Absolutely no problem in the air. So so if but on the other hand that was H7. Uh, the the flight controller over there is the iFlight Beast H7 uh, ESC and the flight controller in the one. So so that's maybe kind of slightly slightly different uh, history. Uh yeah Robert on the topic on the Loctite and the Threadlock <laughs> I applied the thread lock on three of the motors. I forgot, I, do, I don't know why. I'm not even sure if I really like tightened all the screws to, of this motor. I think so because the, I, I, I remember, I, there was for sure four screws and I remember I added washers, but apparently not, Not no thread lock on this one. Maybe even they were not tightened up, but the quad was flying. Like, like what the hell is going there? So, uh. In, interesting thing was that it never really exploded or anything like that in the year but but this is another example that you have to be very careful when you build a new quad or actually only replace the motors on the new quad but this also means that we can see how this thing was flying because if we switch to the right The flight... (laughs) Those two flights were different. Probably this one. This baby frog with Betaflight 4.3. Yeah, see, it's flying. Nothing fancy, I have not reviewed the, the flight yet. Oh, there are people. And so I'm I escaping. So, in the year everything was fine. to bad the weather was not really great. Uh, but on the other hand, it was not raining, really, it was not snowing. Then, of course, I had some more, more fun because I upgraded Mark Bjerg's HD.7 to the A6S Lipos. And this thing right now is properly powerful like what the hell is going on over there so that was great and we had some sun but that was on the sixth you see some sun it was just incredible by the way this is the flight with the PIRX hd.7 with this motor screw loose with the loose motor uh it just behaves just fine absolutely no problems i was able to do the full flippity floppy around the three on the normal performance even some really powerful moments over there and it even i think landed or crashed i don't remember you see i landed then i picked it up oh something is missing in one of the motors so so that was really interesting interesting thing so but okay it will not be talking about uh, that right now because this makes sense uh let's see what's happening in the in the chat look at giovannesi hello mate when Ina 4.1 will be released mm, january slash february uh bear in mind the list of the changes for 4.1 will be actually pretty 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 short uh the biggest changes will be the support for the SD card on the Qt87 it will be new improved matrix filter with multiple peaks tracking and this is this is really a nice nice improvement for the flight performance and most probably. I still have to test, test something because I was like that, had no time. It will be this thing Let uh, me. Let me find this thing HD zero VTX OSD support. You see the Gelfsim pulled it off and we have the support for the HD zero. So because of that, uh, 4.1 will, will be with this. Uh, interesting really interesting stuff still I have to I have to basically what I have to do is I have to well basically test it Uh, not on the HD0 side but I have to test it but okay let me add the 4.1 milestone to this thing and let me see if there are any other chance so uh, RTH sanity checking fix release and HD0 and that's all so Looking actually good and uh, hopefully many people will be right now happy of the full support for the HD0 canvas mode. And by the way, anybody knows what happened with the DGI canvas mode? Because like half year ago Cadix announced, uh, well they wrote somewhere in one of the uh, posts on Facebook that they are working on the canvas mode. I even made a video on this topic, someone else made a video on this topic and the ticket kinda died. So anybody knows anything? They announced anything. Unfortunately, Kadix stopped answering my messages. And um, someone decided that we are not talking to Pavel anymore. Uh, this is this is why. <laughs> well, um, yeah. <sighs> Martin Christianson is... Uh, oh, he m- made his own design flight controller, and it's flying. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, if you have uh, some pictures, please send me some pictures for your flight controller. I'd like to see what you did over there, because I like to, to collect interesting stuff, and your stuff seems to be interesting, so, so you know how it is. So please uh, send me the pictures over the email. Uh, my email is actually pretty simple to find, so you should have no problems with that. Catching twenty-two mania. Good evening, mate. Mm, what else? Anti-gravity. There is a big difference in clock frequency between F405 and F411. This is about the Willy's FPV of the high load um but you said you had a 4 f4 but yeah exactly which f4 uh, nazgul uh, nazgul 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 was coming with 411 i really doubt it uh by the way f405 is stronger than F 722 but that's a completely different story uh yeah uh north 49 rc and i forgot to to also uh, make a post about i noticed that the motor was loose after three packs and i landed and i picked the quad oh it should not be like that like come on! but i was able to land absolutely perfectly absolutely no uh no problems art shell hello world fantastic yeah somebody learned a new trick Um, yeah, uh, Tarek Ibrahim. Uh, I have a bad news because the Tarek is asking about how to make a transition for the Tail-Sitter. Apparently with INAF you cannot do that yet. Uh, the INAF still does not support the transition between the Tail-Sitter and the horizontal flight phase, so this is undoable. Uh, there are some elements, but uh, that's all. If Like I said on multiple occasions, INAV is not supporting the VTOL airplanes yet. Or rather, it's supporting VTOL when it's either vertical or horizontal, there is no transition phase support in INAV. Why? Because there are many reasons, no time, no resources, no motivation, and probably something that's most important, none of the developers has a VTOL to be able to play with. Uh, So probably if you would like this thing to happen, maybe uh, getting a VTOL for enough developers is a good idea, Uh, if of course you are a company. Maybe you would like to sell VTOLs with INAF. Uh, so maybe maybe you know, you know, cooperation might actually be quite useful and I think fruitful for both parties. Because if there will be no need for us to develop the VTOL transition, then why should we develop the VTOL transition? You know how it is. I'm pretty sure everybody knows how it is, uh, because that's basically the reality uh so this is the situation uh shanky mike's adventures f405 is not faster than h7 no it's not uh the h7 is like three times faster than the f405 but we are talking about h7 and the speed is not always the the only only problem over there um h7s uh, are the fastest that we have on the hobby right now and they are even slightly too fast for our hobby and that's but that's a completely uh completely different uh different solution because there is so much wasted time between the cycles and the pid processing that it, it's i think it's it's a prime time for some of the developers to make a good use of that. I tried to make a good use of that uh, from like the last days of the December. My video when I asked for some alpha testers of one of the new fil- filters I'm working on, and I think we will we will talk about this uh, in a moment or two. And because it failed, uh, it failed miserably. Uh, the idea was actually pretty great, but uh, but it failed due to. due to different reasons. But if you don't mind, we're gonna talk about it in in a minute or two. I was even like preparing some of the slides. Cool stuff. Really 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 cool stuff. Let me quickly um I clicked something you cannot see what i clicked but i quick clicked, clicked something and now it's not working <sighs> sometimes i would like to swear a lot but uh this is the full screen okay this is where I should be clicking okay but okay let's continue with uh, different things and let's see uh Ronald Pacheco, uh, can I use Ina 4.0 only for stabilization? Of course. Uh, everything uh, else is just an option you can use only for stabilization if you want really nobody forces you to use anything else than the stabilization it's optional to be honest you even do not have to use the stabilization when using INAV for example you might only use INAV as the decoder for the crossfire protocol because you would like to connect some servers so you just connect crossfire uh, configure the mixer pass the channels to the mixers and you have the beautiful uh, crossfire decoder you would just like to be able to fly without absolutely any stabilization. Everything is really optional and nobody really like forcing uh, people about to anything. Uh, Skycrew FPV is here. Good. I'm super happy that you are here. Uh, Artshell wants to equip a 405 with INA 4.0, but it's glued to my plane. Is it problem with calibration? No, not really. You only have to, like, take the whole airplane and put it in six positions. So this absolutely won't be a problem, uh, but you have to have enough space to place the whole airplane in all the six uh, required positions for the calibration. Blues FPV, hello, hello, mate. Nice to see you. Uh, By the way, the Archon is still here in the pile of stuff. Um, because the November there was always someone at uh, my apartment. I was not able to record as many videos as I wanted. Uh, December the same. Now the schools are closed in Poland, so like everyone is cramped. So I really had no no time to record something longer than than really like the short videos. So it's there, but it will be in the next uh, what's new in the FPV hardware video that I will probably record next week. (laughs) probably hopefully uh, apparently I will be I will have the house to myself for a few hours. I'll be able to set up everything and record videos too. so so it's looking good. it's looking good and I have not forgot about that at all. Uh, Tarek Ibrahim, uh, if you would like to explore the collaboration, then please uh, write me an email about uh, about that. You will easily find uh, my email address on my YouTube channel, and, but really finding my email address is not a problem. First letter of my uh, first name, then my last name at the gmail comment, you should be able uh, to contact me, absolutely no problem. Yeah, mm, Rodeo Pilot is the Furious FPV Lightning board supported in iNav 4.0? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember we removing any 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 support for, for this board, so absolutely yes. Uh, to be able to find things like that out, you only have to go to the configurator, firmware flasher, choose a board that one is what uh, FF f34 lightning and you see 4.0 over here for this board so there should be absolutely no problem uh with uh, that so sure sure it is supported mm-hmm. Uh, Shaky Mike's adventures, uh, yeah, having the board in any orientation inside your airplane is absolutely not a problem. You only have to remember to rotate this in the configuration so that everything is working just fine. And to to remember that when you're doing the calibration, the first step has to be when the flight control is flat. But above that, uh, it doesn't really matter how it's working and uh, what is working. I saw something about... do, 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 do. Oh, oh 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 I want to show you something I want to show you something uh the video on this thing is going live I think on Tuesday and my patrons already uh, and YouTube supporters so had a chance to solve this video already this is something I'm working on for quite a while now and I'm like that close from finishing this and this is awesome this this, this baby, this this thing over here, what I'm working on. This is the 7-inch Octa Cine Lifter called the pirks Lifter that I have yet no idea what I will be using for, but... It has eight motors, and I start already eight motors. It has two 4-in-1 ESCs over there, and they are ready to be starting to being soldered to the motors. This will most probably happen next week, when I will have a minute or two. Uh, the construction is the carbon fiber plus aluminum plus 3D printed and those legs, beautiful legs. So, <sighs> you take this thing in your hands and you say whoa it's a chunky piece of hardware because this is bloody heavy uh this what you see over here so basic layout and the eight motors weighs around 800 grams uh which kind of like expected uh because eight motors eight big motors for the seven inch there will be two lipos uh, carried below, so probably it will be able to fly at least 5-6 minutes, maybe even slightly longer. And I expect that I will be able to put a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of weight on this thing. On the top some camera, DSLR, maybe one of my old analog cameras, you know, the, the sky is the limit. And oh, my arm hurts. <laughs> this is really a big, chunky chunky piece of the hardware you see see? this is something like that and it's only seven inch Uh, good thing it can easily accept different size of the propellers because you only have to replace the arms with the longer aluminum that's all so uh, this is probably the biggest thing of the at least for me for the january 2022 when i will put this thing into the air and I, I'm already like, feel oh boy, this thing's going to be loud. Those eight motors at high RPM. It will be super interesting. What trust do I estimate? Uh, hard to tell. Hard to tell. What we can do? We can, of course, uh, find the... EMAX uh, ECHO 2807 Let's quickly check how much of the trust this thing can generate And I don't know why, but Emacs usually is the company That is not shy about giving you the trust estimations Have they did it this time? Yes, they Did not Mm-hmm i have the 1300 kv options so we have 52 amps Uh, i'm not sure if it's pulling that much of course no trust information at all but i guess two kilos at least so 16 kilos at two at peak my estimation is that up to three kilos of the payload on this thing, it should be still flyable. Of course, the flight time will go down like crazy, but uh, really, I don't think there will be any problems of carrying really a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of weight on this thing. Uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, yeah, uh, fail 51 I also cannot wait to fly this thing. Uh, one Vision Aerial, uh, do I, do you have I ever flown an X class quad? Do, what do you suggest for building ESC, amps, motors? I do not have the pure X class. Uh, however, uh, if you look for my videos from April, March of the last year, you will find out that I have something that is like the poor man's X-Class. Which is the 10-incher wooden frame with overgrown motors and like too much power for the size. And this really like, this rips balls. Uh, you can really do amazing stuff in the air with this thing. But I don't really want to suggest anything because I'm absolutely not in the in the in the in the loop about what's currently used on the X-Class. I can suggest something for 7-inch, no problem, but for the bigger X-Class, no, rather not. Uh, Note 49, how do I splice two 4-in-1 ESC's to one flight controller? Just like that. Uh, of course, you have to have the flight. When you are building an Octa, when you are building an Octa and this is the coaxial, octa because you have two motors uh, stacked over here you have basically two options and the option number one is that this is the option that will work with any flight controller that supports the quad configuration is that the both motors are rotating in the same direction so if this one is clockwise this one also would have to be the clockwise Uh, This is why you can bridge the ESCs that are driving the motors on one side to one flight controller outputs and just the flight controller thinks that this arm is driven by the regular, this is the quad, it thinks that this is a quad because it has only four outputs uh you can connect two ESS to one output absolutely no problem even the D-shot will work should work uh not bidirectional D-shot by the normal D-shot will work the other option is to really have the eight outputs on the from the flight controller i will be using the matek h743 slim which supports the eight D-shot outputs no problem uh, one ESC will be just connected via the standard plug over here. However, there is not a second connector for the second uh, ESC, so I will have to solder the wires to the flight controllers. Configure the mixer and... And here we go! Uh, absolutely no problem. Um, if... Let's quickly connect to the Ina configurator, because I think this will be interesting piece of the... Interesting piece of the knowledge and I like to share the interesting pieces of knowledge with my fellow viewers over here so this is the day that you will learn something today <laughs> this this sentence and you will learn something today is the only thing I envy Joshua Bardwell I really would like to be able to use this sentence I wish because it's such a nice nice opening line. Oh oh mad. However, because I don't want to go to, ah you are you are a copy you are a copycat of partwell like blah, blah, blah. so I'm not. But this is a completely different story. So and here for the octa uh, if we multi-rotor, there is just the octa which one this is. Hex is octa x eight. You see? So you have on one arm you have the clockwise and counterclockwise, and you just if you load the mixer, it says motor one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, but this flight controller does not have eight outputs, so this is fine, and you just have the mixer pre-filled. You just put whatever you want over there, and everything is running uh, beautifully. And this is, by the way, the proper way to do the. X uh, uh, octa. Uh, yeah. Like I said, proper way to do it. And a diesel girl, yes, this thing will sound angry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know how angry uh, those motors I have though over there can sound, of that quad over there on the 6s and this thing will be flying on the 6s and if you like stack two of them oh this will be loud this thing will be a loud piece of the hardware and i really cannot count i cannot wait to see this thing uh, and hear this thing really hear this thing uh uh oh the fpv hello mate by the way i will be building your frame mate I I will be, I have everything now, I have everything, I have frame. Uh, The only thing are missing uh, are the motors currently, uh, but they are in transit and according to the tracking, according to tracking, la la la. According to tracking, the motors are even in my city right now and I have everything else. So. Mm. So we have a chance of seeing this thing in the air this spring, two years after you sent me the frame. Oh well, that's probably one of the longest ever builds. Uh, but luckily, luckily, this summer coming to you on Paweł Spihalski YouTube channel. The polypropylene printed, 3D printed frame from Mikra FPV. I really think that it will be, if not flying great, at least it will be looking amazing. Uh, At least it'll be looking amazing. You will get schooled today, (laughs) North Forty Nine. No, (laughs) and you will get schooled today. No, that just sounds so bad. No, no, that just uh, sounds bad. Uh, However, I'm using um, in my uh, outro videos right now. Thanks for watching and happy flying. Uh, But because other people are using like happy streaming, happy building, happy whatever, why cannot I use just like happy flying? So happy flying. Uh, But I really do would like to use and you will learn something today. But... You will get schooled today. No, no, no. Okay, so let's make a contest. Let's make a contest for the best opening line. <laughs> that is not. You will learn something today, and not 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 schooled today. Uh, but I, what props will I use on the X8? Uh, seven by three and a half by three. Exactly those. Yes. Uh, those will be the HQ prop. Seven by three and a half by three. those exactly those uh no seven by four by three sorry not three and a half by four uh the three and a half i was never really like a huge fan of those so i have a huge stack of seven by four by three so those are the props i will be using over there uh very good props by the way um for the seven inch even super durable currently my seven inch props of the choice Uh, Shaky, Mike's adventures, 3D printed mounts, no, I was playing with 3D printed mounts for the motors previously and this usually ends up in a catastrophe. (laughs) Search for my video from 3 years ago or even maybe 4 years ago when I converted Martian 2 into the 12 inch thing. Oh, with three D printed mounts, of course. Oh, this thing exploded in the air. Below <laughs> like King of Jester twenty three says that he likes how I say hi. I'm Pavus Spichalski. Yeah, because hi, I'm Pavus Uh So that's 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 over here. Okay. Mm. Okay, and now, if you don't mind, uh, I will going to Record a video, boys and girls. Mm. At least we will try to record the video. So, as... to <laughs> As maybe some of you know uh, at the end of the 2021 i asked the community for some tests on the new kind of the filters i'm working for a new kind of the filter that most okay so now i will have to start over probably as Probably, as some of you know, at the end of the 2021, I asked the community for the help on testing the new kind of the filter I was working on. The idea was simple because the H7 uh, CPUs and the H7 flight controllers has so much spare time when they are not doing anything really useful uh, because they are so fast, they are able to run the normal flight controller operations like the stabilization in like no time. We might be able to use them for something heavier and for example for the much better and much more effective filtering and the general idea was that i wanted to try to use the fourier transformation and the inverse fourier transformation to be able to have very precise very effective attenuation of any kind of the gyro noise the idea was simple Every time we are getting a new sample from the gyro, we store it in the buffer, then every each cycle we run the fast Fourier transformation on the buffer. This, by the way, the fast Fourier transformation converts the time domain of the gyro signal into the frequency domain. More or less it's converting the signal as we know as the sinusoid, like the the wave uh, of the signal, into the set of the frequencies of the sine waves. And then, because it converts this to a set of the sine waves of the different frequencies, for example, 0 Hertz, which is the DC component, 50 Hertz, 100 Hertz, 150 Hertz, etc., 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 if on the Time, if on the frequency domain you will zero some of those components, you basically are running the low pass filter. The idea is simple and in theory it should be working. So, So the idea was that it would be working like that every time the gyro data data enters the filter there is the linear buffer that stores the data then every cycle on the uh, linear buffer we run the fast fourier transformation and this converts a signal like that you can see the main component uh, the flight component is the you know going up and down slowly and there is very distinctive high frequency vibration because uh, by the way the motor that was used to record this uh, the signal had a banded shaft i think and when we run this data through the fourier transformation we see that there is a lot of signal with the low frequency some with the middle frequencies and over here above let's say 150 Hz, we have only basically noise, which is over here, this high frequency oscillation of the basic signal. Then, if on such a signal we would zero the frequencies above the cutoff and then run the inverse Fourier transformation, which basically converts the frequency domain into the time domain and reconstruct the signal, we would get something like that. This is the theory and uh, my assumption was this would be working great. Because uh, this is the input signal and after running this set of the operation we have this signal. As you can see the attenuation of the noise was massive uh, and the signal looks much nicer. Maybe not perfect but comparing this to this yeah there is a difference of how this looks like. And up until this very moment, everything looked just perfect. However, however, it turned out that, well, well, there is a problem. And let me find some more of the, where do I have it? Why for year field? Failed. For this one, I will have to open the black box Explorer. Okay, we have the black box explorer. Please be patient. Please be patient. Rough, because of course I was doing some analysis of something else and no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ay ay ay, 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 ay. Ay, 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 ay. And that was the theory and to some extent the filter was doing like some of the experiments of some of the people uh, from the community showed was doing just fine and the attenuation level that the filter was able to achieve was really super impressive however however because uh, the essential part of the filter is that we have to run the Fourier transformation on the quite long buffer because we want to have a decent resolution of the Fourier transformation Because not only we are bound by the Nyquist frequency, which the sampling rate depends on which frequencies we can uh, analyze on the signal. But also the Fourier transformation one more time cuts this in half. At the 4 kHz the gyro was processed, the buffer had to be at least 46 elements. And uh, 46 elements with the 4 kHz sampling, that gives us how much? uh 16 milliseconds for the data to go through the whole the buffer. And this unfortunately means that the filter had, uh, well, well above the acceptable delay this is a beautiful example where we can measure the delay of this filter. The top graph is the input signal to the filter and the bottom graph is the output signal of the filter. And by checking what's the difference of the peak of the input signal and the peak on the output signal, we see that there is approximately 8 to 9 milliseconds, which by the pure coincidence is exactly half of the total length in the milliseconds. Of the 64 elements at 4 kilohertz of the buffer. And this, unfortunately, means that the filter was absolutely not usable. It was causing so much delay on the gyro signal that every time you try to open the throttle and to fly slightly faster than just the hover, the quad was just going into the constant oscillation. Why? Because the phase delay was so high that the whole PID loop and the control feedback was going out of sync. If you add 8 milliseconds of the delay between the input and the output on something that basically requires us to run at let's say two or three milliseconds stops. we are going into the situation when it just is not flyable okay maybe not flyable is too strong of the word but uh, the video recorded what by one of uh, the community members show that it was flyable but no 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 so absolutely not this is why it was a night experiment, but I will rather not uh, pursue this uh, idea right now because of the limitations of the processing and unfortunately, even if the attenuation is super amazing, but the phase delay uh, introduced by the filter is so high, then unfortunately it's a no go. Too bad. Too bad, because it really looked pretty nice on the first test. Hmm. i'm bevoz Michalski. thank you very much for watching and happy flying yeah yeah this is this is the reality so if anybody wanted to know why the idea of the special h7 filter fade this is exactly why it failed because unfortunately uh, the delay was too great but i was really impressed that it was even working at all Okie dokie, let's see what else do we have uh, in the... In the like, oh, Mary... Mm, blah, blah, blah. Julio Cesar Matias. Hello, hey, hello to Julio, who currently is one of the most active inf developers. Thank you very much, Julio. I really do appreciate your effort. Uh, good job, mate. Really, really, really. A really good job uh bad for life just installed Ina Four on one of my eight inchers doesn't freestyle as good as 4.3 but damn good for long range stuff position hold working solid in 30 kilometer winds um yeah this is what i'm saying like there is the, there is a difference and the beta flight on the poor freestyle without any special tuning like probably flies this five percent maybe better but you get extra features with enough you cannot get with better flight and really every time that someone says I'm flying long range with better flight I say like okay <laughs> okay um okay but uh, enough of the better flight Mm, Enough of the Betaflight, on the something different news, uh, I want to make a series of videos about the Betaflight, uh, especially because some members of the Betaflight community are, okay, I will, no, Uh, my New Year's resolution is they have to speak less about others, so no. Uh, even one more time, bad for life. Even 4.3, my quads fly better with gyro filters off. Why better? Wind stability and it seems like 20-40 kilometers wind are the norm for me. Helps get get rid of the last bit of the wobbles. Yes, ev- ev- this is what I said uh, on the on this part about the Fourier filter. Every kind of the filter, every single filter, uh, adds uh, extra delay and extra delay is bad. Even if the signal is below the cutoff frequency for the filter, it still adds some of the v- delay. So the less filters you have, the happier you are. By the way, I'm not sure if you know but for life, but you can also enable the dynamic LPFs on iNav. There is no user interface for that, but you can ch- do it in the CLI and you will then have almost the same gyro, proce- gyro processing, if not counting the RPM filters. Oh, by the way, there is really no need for the RPM filters in k of 9 And uh, also maybe in the future I will add some other extra cool thingies. Uh, who knows, who knows, who knows, who knows. Um, okay, let's see what's currently happening. Okay, the Black Master is asking a question. Uh, uh, why have I chosen the English audience, not the Polish one? This is this is this is the question that actually is asked very often by my Polish viewers, and even some of them says that "Oh, my ears bleed when I am listening to you." <laughs> That's my short answer to those people. Uh, I should be less swearing less, but doesn't mean I have to accept every single crap they are saying. And the reality is uh my channel is currently much bigger than it could be if i was sorry for something like that limiting myself to only the polish speaking audience and that's just the reality by the way There is example, a ten znowu o dronach. It's a Polish channel about, yeah, drones. So, a ten znowu o dronach, a ten zdrowu. And, cicho, 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 cicho. Okay. So, me. Comparing to Athens, Novu Odrona, uh, we are both talking about kind of similar thing about drones. However, please do remember that uh, he is not. He's usually talking about the ready-made DJI thingies, not really the highly technical stuff I'm doing over here. Yes, there is some like shark bite, is that and the Betaflight restore, etc., etc., etc. And so-called, so-called. However, the major. However, the majority of the views at an Dronach is getting from the DJI flyers. I'm not doing any materials on the DJI, and uh, I don't. I know that some people will say bad things and like blackwash me. That I don't want to limit myself to only the Polish-speaking audience. That's that's all that's that's basically the the only reason i'm doing what i'm doing in the english channel because the reach is just much better that's all that's all yes that's all (laughs) Um, okay um I went one more time into this strange mood about talking about something. Mm, One Vision Ariel says that my channel is great, a lot of good info, build squad, haters gonna hate and don't feed the trolls. Um, I'm usually trying not to feed the trolls, uh, but sometimes I'm just like... Mm. So, so yeah. But okay, but okay, but okay, but okay, but okay. Okay. This was the topic number one. Uh, one more time on the English language. I know that my English is not super perfect. I'm, this is like, because I'm from Eastern Europe, Central Eastern Europe, we have this, this have, have this accent we have in period. Uh, But, (laughs) is it really that bad? Uh, But but this is super interesting. Uh, I don't know why the only people that complain on my English accent are other Polish people. I never heard anyone who is a native English speaker to complain about my accent. No one ever. Absolutely ever. Poles. I have screenshots of amazing comments they sent me on different occasions. Like, what's up with that? What's really up with that? So, like... Is it like... polls are... Assholes? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Anyhow. Anyhow, and this is something... This is something that I have no idea why I'm really talking about, but but let's talk about, about this for a second. Um, somewhere in the end of the 2021, uh, some people said that and found the proof on the screenshot somewhere that the company that is behind the Flight 1 is going out of the business. And uh, then... Some people started to say, yeah, they went out of the business and there is no Falco X and the Flight 1. Then the Preston Garrison said, no, this is a bullshit. We are still online. We are selling and everything is great and fantastic. And then somebody else made a video, somebody else video with different, completely different aspects. However, however, what really puzzles me and amazes me uh on this whole situation is that the discord of the flight one is like completely dead let me quickly find my discord server let me and let's go to the flight one discord server like you would probably expect that someone in the flight one discord would be asking questions somebody would be giving answers that no we are not dead yes we are dead like everything is great we only closed because this was one of the uh, daughter companies or something and you don't worry everything will be will be fine however People say in the Flight 1 Discord like okay it's the end we will never get our money or the hardware back because there is currently a huge problem. Uh, There was a pre-selling of some of the H7s of the Flight 1 and only like the small uh, piece of people got the boards. Everybody else are waiting since the beginning of 2021 to get them boards. Nobody is answering any question. No way to get a refund and if you open for example here that yes somebody closed the Code Orange incorporated on the 1st of December 2021, Preston Garrison says everything is great and the whole Discord is like super quiet, nobody really says what's going on. So what is really going on over there? Because if they went bankrupt and they are no longer doing the business, then I think it's fair to say that we are no longer doing the business, sorry, but we failed. On the other hand, if they are doing the business, why nobody over there really like said that, no, this is not, we are still running, see, we have the registration of the company, your orders, like it's a complete lack of the information. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. How can it be? I was never really active user of the flight one, so I'm not sure what's going really on. Maybe somebody else has a deep, deeper knowledge on the problem. If you do, please let me know what is really going on over there. Because from the complete outside perspective on this, it's like what the fuck is really happening? Nobody knows in which state the flight one currently is. It's like the Schrödinger's company. It's either dead or not dead, but we have not opened the box yet, so we don't know. It's a superposition. Strange, strange, strange situation, super strange. But, okay, this is the reality. And it's really puzzling me what's going on with with that not i'm that i'm the very like super interested in the hardware or the software they are building but from like running the company perspective is like super strange Mm. so bed for life uh, yeah uh, if you have orders outstanding for uh, like a year and the order says things are great that are red flags no yeah and there are like completely a lot of red flags on this whole endeavor and one more thing there are some accusations that the code orange, aka preston garrison got the money from the pre-orders for those H7s and bought some cryptos and lost of that. I have no idea how much of the truth is in that because only probably the the person that got the crypto knows if it's really true but come on like this is a fraud or what? Okay I'm, I'm rhyming maybe I should not be rhyming because this doesn't really it doesn't really look good okay uh, question uh, I have a question for you I have. I have a question for you. What do you think about this new idea of the iNaf releases having names? Like with the iNaf 4.0 we went with the Red Kite and for the next release of the iNaf, maybe some other bird of the prey name will be used as the code name for the project. What do you think about this? Is it the good idea? Is it the bad idea or you just don't care and the software is whatever you want? So please leave your uh, thoughts about this topic in the. comments because I would know because I was the original author of the idea and I would like to know if you like my idea or I should just stop and never bother doing that again. Thanks a lot for sharing your feedback with me because I really would like to know what you think about that. I think it's cool. I personally think it's cool. It's it's not hurting you in any way Um, and gives this nice like association with the software like okay i'm flying red kite i'm flying something else or something else and really doesn't hurt you a lot because you do not really even have to use the name so what are your thoughts on the topic Okay, a bad idea. Szczery FPV. Dobry dzionek. Actually, it's good evening. Dobry wieczór. Big Boost FPV. Why? If you say it's a bad idea, I would like to know why. Arguments. Really, 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 really arguments. I would like to have arguments. Kideoki. But King of the Jester, we are not dropping the numbers. It's still INAF 4.0 Red Kite. It's not INAF Red Kite. It's INAF 4.0 Red Kite. So absolutely not dropping the number. The number stays. The number is the major part of the, of the name of the, and this is only like this fancy, fancy addition. And arguments, I do want to have some arguments whoa how the time plays we still have 15 minutes so it should be fine this will be a good one i have a theory and my theory is that the hdx yes exactly the hdx that has so much of the uh, movement in the RC community right now, hates developers. Yup, that's my current assumption of the situation. HDX developers hate other developers. Why? Because um, HTX is changing quite a lot in the what the firmware for your radio can do and how fast the development of those uh, this firmware for your radio should go. Because let's be honest, OpenTX was pretty slow, like we never got OpenTX 2.4. But we were getting new features. HTX is not shy to be more creative, like they are the only ones. I think still that other the support for the touchscreen, for the Radio Masters, and so on, and like that. However, for unknown reason, HTX is constantly, maybe not the constantly, but on multiple occasions, broke the compatibility in the Lua processing and not only. And because of that and only that, Right now, when you are updating to a new version of the HTX, you have absolutely zero guarantee that all the Lua scripts you are using will be working after you update. This was never happening before with the OpenTX. However, I have examples of at least two cases that this happened and this thing affected. The INAF Lua telemetry screen. The latest case of that was that out of nowhere, after the HTX release, the, the next release candidate for your versions, the INAF Lua telemetry screen on the Nirvanas stopped working. Why? Because HTX decided to completely change the ID's of some elements and it was absolutely not compatible with whatever was before. Why? I'm really asking why. Why they are so eager to break the backwards compatibility with really a lot, a lot, a lot of Lua scripts that people are running on their radios. Yes, right now we are going into the situation that you update HTX install the previously used Lua scripts and they are not working. It's not maybe that big of the problem if there is still an active community that is developing the Lua scripts but if there are no active developers for the Lua scripts you are not able to use it at all. I personally don't think this is how the development of the matcher and uh, I do kind of wish that this firmware that is running on my radio is at least partially major. Uh, should go. Keeping the backwards compatibility with dozens of independent Lua scripts left and there should be somebody's concern, but who am I? I'm only doing software development for more than 20 years. Who am I to know? Yes, exactly, who am I to know? And as you can imagine, some people got irritated. Like, HTX broke the backwards compatibility for no reason. Again. Like, why? Strange, strange, really strange tactics from the HTX uh, side. And what's interesting i i'm still on OpenTX, and i feel absolutely zero need to update to htx <laughs> no idea why uh because why should i uh, but okay but okay that was maybe me bitching slightly too much about different uh, different topics uh, i like to bitch about things and share my opinions and apparently there are people who are interested in my opinions because if you were not interested in my opinions you will not be wasting not wasting okay you will not be using your very precious free time listening to the middle-aged man slam with very thick and uh, making some people's ear bleed bloke from Eastern Europe talking about the FPV and stuff. There is a reason why you are here. And I do like to think that it's because you like to listen to my opinions, because this is the only thing I can offer. Uh, some facts and my opinions. And because facts are, yeah, facts are really, like, just... What is the single most popular uh, TV show of the, of the time ever? Like, the most popular TV show ever. The most famous and recognizable TV show of all the times. What's your pick on that? I'm waiting. I'm waiting for your answers in the comments now. The most popular single, popular... No, it's not Dukes of Hazzard. (laughs) Seinfeld? Ah, Seinfeld is great, but not that great. Yes, we have good answers. We have some good answers. It's Top Gear. Top Gear, the something that was going on in the British television BBC for like s- nobody knows how many years with those three blokes uh, Hammond, May, and uh, Clarkson. Yes, and this was in theory a show about cars, uh, but whoever watched the Top Gear very quickly discovered that, no, the Top Gear is not really a show about cars. Yes, the cars are a super important part of the Top Gear, and the, but they are only the background. Really, the show was about Hammond, Clarkson and May. And since they all liked cars, the cars were just like upper over there and yeah, but they were doing reviews. And guess how many facts about the cars they were presenting in their reviews? Like top speed acceleration, fuel consumption, like none. Why? Because they very quickly discovered that if you want facts about cars, you can just check what the manufacturer of the car is giving you in the instructions manual. Fuel consumption, this, 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 this. And while uh, you might think that people are interested in uh, getting those, this piece of the information. They might be for the reason. But if you are reviewing the Mercedes AMG or some, any other sports car, are you really worried about the fuel consumption on this thing? No, what you are really interested when you are viewing this thing, because you are do not want to buy this sports car, because most probably you will never afford to buy this sports car. You are watching this because you want to know what those three think about this car. And because they were presenting this in this super funny and entertaining way, people just loved watching those three blogs and you can still watch them on amazon by the way but this is this is this is not 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 really important and people are are, were coming to the top gear to know the opinions i i I would like to think of myself that uh, i'm uh, slightly maybe like the top gear (laughs) because no uh (laughs) no i'm no but this is you watch my reviews very rarely i give you any facts like the i don't know the power consumption or the speed or, or something no i'm trying to ignore the facts if you want to know the facts you can just open the specification and read the facts my vision of the review is to present the opinion on the product opinion on something and I do like to think that you are here because you like to hear my opinions I'm I'm entertaining not because I'm talking about the the FPV but because I'm sharing my opinions and you find my opinions to worth actually being here over here and would you let's say, be watching me if I was doing, instead of this on the FPV, about cars? Who knows? Maybe. By the way, I have a Polish YouTube channel and on this Polish YouTube channel, my two most viewed uh, videos are car-related videos. (laughs) When, one more time, I'm very rarely giving any kind of the facts, I'm only sharing some of the opinions on the cars I own. So maybe maybe there is really like something maybe there is uh maybe there is really something into it uh but i still think that the rc fpv hobby is dying and uh, very soon we will not really be uh, It's dying yeah it's dying if Based on my observations, more people are leaving the hobby. They're joining the hobby. That's 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 the deal. Like four years ago, the place I'm flying usually was crowded with the with the pilots. Now, if I meet someone over there, it's really like, whoa! I haven't seen you in months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like I but before that, come on, no. Um, maybe this is like only my observation, but shaky mike's adventures is still waiting for me to swear in polish i cannot swear Uh, no i'm swearing too much i'm swearing too much of the air uh not on the air because uh, it helps me to lose some of the steam at the usually at the work topics but i'm not trying not to swear too much uh, on the youtubes and the reason is super simple because YouTube doesn't like when people are swearing, it's uh, cutting uh, reaches and uh, getting rid of the monetization, so it's it's really not worth it. So so no. And Mike Bergman, a lot of industries are dying. But that's 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 the, the problem the progress. This is this is what's happening, and it's really super hard to to. But motorization, the cars, cars, even cars are dying. Let's be honest. In a few years, uh, people will. In the few, let's say, like in the few decades. That that's probably more more accurate. People will no longer own cars because the price of the gasoline. Will be so high, and the the problems with the environments will be so severe that the people will not own cars. They will yes, they will commute with cars, but they will not own those cars. This will be the community owned car or something like that. Maybe not car sharing like we have right now, but but definitely something closer to that. Uh, so you will go somewhere. Rent a car and go somewhere, or return the car. Yes, and this is what's actually right now happening in the big cities. Uh, I, for example, I, I cannot rent a car because I live in the in the village and there is nobody that rents a car. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that in a few years there will be a possibility for me to rent a car in my village and go to the to the city to do some kind of the groceries. Uh, so even even this aspect of the of the of the industries will change the uh, internal combustion cars not really maybe someone electric cars yes Uh, but we will be commuting less and uh, communication will be more and more expensive so everything everything is changing everything is changing um Shanky Mike's adventures. Few years, no more gas cars. Most probably, I will buy one more gas car in my in my life. Uh, my current cars still have like uh, five years of uh, of lifetime, uh, because I, I'm. I say that you you should you should sell a car when it's at ten years old, and then it's really like starts to break all the time, and it's not for the maintenance. So one of my cars is five years old, second of my cars is four years old, uh, so five more years and I will decide to, to swap the cars. Uh, I will have to have most probably one uh, gas powered car to be able to go somewhere further, but the second car definitely will be an electric one and I think I still be able to buy a car in the five years. Uh, That's at least the assumption. Um, Yeah. Mm, Shaky Mike's adventures that 2025 no more gas cars will be sold in California. I do think that this is slightly unrealistic. Mm, I think... (laughs) that none of the world none of the countries none of the states uh, is really right now ready to stop using the internal combustion cars and the range is one thing and but the second thing is that um, the huge advantage of the internal combustion car car is that you can fill it up in a few minutes you just put the gasoline in and you can drive and now imagine that the whole um, delivery and i'm by delivery i'm talking like deliver the fresh bread to your local store will be not done by the internal combustion by by the electric cars and then they will go one way and then they will have to spend like a few hours charging I already see that coming, and I'm pretty sure there are not enough of the electric plants in the whole world to allow charging of all those cars. So I no, I like no, uh, yes, people, some people would like this to happen, but from the practical reasons, I don't believe this will happen. Absolutely, don't believe this will happen because you cannot skip the laws of physics. You have to have more and more uh, sources of the electricity, and since People right now don't like the atom. What they have instead of the atom, nothing. So that's 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 the problem. And uh, prophet, I don't think California has enough of the electric transmission line to switch all the cars to. No. <laughs> electric car with the gas generator yeah sure why not yes sure of course (laughs) that's super (laughs) eco-friendly oh yes 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 super eco-friendly stuff with the (laughs) gas operated electric generator um no (laughs) oh Boys and girls, you are so funny. Um, thousand kilometers on the electric car, no. No, I don't think so. No. Uh, 500? 500 seems like... Something that most of the, the manufacturers cannot really cross. And even if you have this theoretical 500 kilometers range, so it is like 300 miles, uh, then you really like have to go really, 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 really slowly. And this is amazing. Something that uh, people living in California most probably do not realize. What happens in the places of the world when you have winters? and let's say, for example, the temperature is going below zero. The, one of the advantages of the internal combustion cars is that the internal combustion cars generates a lot of waste heat. And you can use this weight heat to heat up the interior of the car so you feel, let's say, comfortable. And instead of having minus 20 on the outside and in the inside, you have this nice and comfy 20 degrees Celsius, for example. And because we do have some viewers from the California and they have right now minus, not the California, but from the Canada, and they have right now minus 28 Celsius, um, I don't think that they would be very, 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 very happy when they would find out that they ha- they cannot have this anymore. They cannot have the warm interior of the car. Because what happens when you turn the internal heater uh, when it's cold outside? This heater is not no longer using the waste heat generated by the internal combustion engine. No, this heater is using the same source of the energy as your engine. That means if you want to have, let's say, warm inside of your car your range is dropping and if the temperature difference is considerable the range is dropping considerably. I don't own the electric car yet but I know that some people are tricking uh, the problem of the limited range and those are practical limitations. Like I read somewhere that if you turn on the heat uh, in a car when it's zero you cut between 50 to 100 kilometers of the range of your car. What they are doing? They are not turning on the heater, but they are turning on the heated seats. So it's warm in your bed, you still have to be in, you know, in the gloves, you have mittens, you have to have a hat and like be super warm, but your back is warm because your uh, chair is, is hitting you from behind. And this is a problem that you get outside of the California. Inside of the California most probably never, but in the rest of the world, this is a practical problem and the limitation of the electric car. How to make the interior of your car car comfortably warm. Now this is the problem you probably never really thought about if you are living in the sunny California and I'm pretty sure Canadians are thinking about this all the time <laughs> uh, that's 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 interesting live stream this time uh because <laughs> I, I I think that the last half an hour we are talking about cars not really talking about the f p v but this is. Oh, on the other hand, uh, it's only forty-one people, uh, so way below uh, the average. But I think that most of the people over here are here because they like to hear my opinions. So um you are able to hear my opinions. <laughs> oh, I'm having, I'm having good time today. I'm having good fun. Really, 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 really sheva just use the RTG generator rtG generator uh, the radio 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 isotope heat generator right rtG gener- yeah I think so mm, yeah uh King of jester I see a lot of Tesla cars driving behind lorries in the winter time because they go faster the batteries will be empty too fast yeah. The problem with the bloody electric cars yeah thank you very much na diesel girl you're always i can always count on you and come on you're giving me your money <laughs> um, no the thing is that i don't understand why people are right now so much against the atom the atom energy Uh, while probably this is the clearest uh, way of having the generating the energy and no matter what what we might think um, the coal we can no longer generate the electricity from coal or from the oil because just there is not enough of this stuff and we need more and more and more uh sun yeah sun is also problematic because you can harvest energy from sun only when there is sun when you have a thick clouds you cannot of course harvest the energy from from the sun and if there's somewhere like let's say let's say let's say just let's keep eyes that it's night. And because it's night, then you cannot harvest energy from the sun. Uh, of course, it's always the day somewhere, but that also means that uh, everywhere around the world, we would have to a lot of power generation from the sun and also the transmission lines that would allow to transfer this energy between them between places. Of course, we can like move the solar generators into the low earth orbit but then come on the long cable to the ground. It's really like the Sun is great and let's be honest every kind of the energy we are using right now is coming from the Sun this or other even the atom energy Uh, but it's not very very always practical you have to like uh, figure a way how to store the energy it's Uh, plenty of problems wind wind is maybe slightly better because wind also blows uh, during the night less because the part of the wind is because the temperature difference and when you do it's night then you do not have this temperature difference Uh, but if there is no wind there is no wind Uh, dam and the water hydro energy is also problematic because not you do not have water everywhere to generate it and uh, atom Atom most probably is really that has to uh, have to yeah and yeah but but the Atom really has a bad reputation uh, mainly because of the Chernobyl. Um, well I was kind of affected by the Chernobyl. Um, for me the, the Chernobyl was was very much like the real deal. Uh, Chernobyl how far? I'm not sure how far. How many thousand kilometers? Probably much less to the than to the Kazakhstan. Chernobyl, Ukraine. So let's say I want to go to the Chernobyl. So it's like one and a half thousand kilometers more or less, so less than a thousand miles. This happened over here, I'm over here, in the 86. I remember how it looked like, I was then, how long? I was nine. I was nine, the panic, everybody going to to have the Yodin. Uh, so so no, this this is this is reality for me, this is not something that happened. Nobody knows where, nobody knows how, but for me, the the, the Chernobyl really happened. I remember, although I was only nine years old over there, and the misinformation, the lies, and and everything that happened. And most probably, most probably, uh, there are repercussions of of the Chernobyl, even until uh, until today. And this is the problems with the thyroid. Thyroid, uh, I don't remember... Uh, let me quickly check. Yes, thyroid. Uh, there is a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people in this part of the Europe that has problem with thyroid. And me and my wife uh, are, for example, one of them. We both have thyroid problems. Uh, both have uh, Hashimoto disease, and even my wife uh, had some more interesting stuff happening over there. So and this is really happening. This is happening. So, so, uh, and this is most probably at least connected with what happened in the Chernobyl. So people kinda have a reason to be afraid of the atom. Uh, but also we cannot say that we don't want atom because we don't want atom. If you want to have the electricity in your house, you probably have to have the atom. So, Uh, FPV. Yeah, I was born in 77. And uh, Ramdonko. Yeah, Japan Japan as well. The Fukushima, probably there's like, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of bad press for the Atom. To some extent correct, so to some extent not, Um, yeah. Yeah, so problems, everything, everything, everything. But okay, this is really strange stream. <laughs> First we were talking about quads. Uh, then about cars. Now we are talking about <laughs> energy. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy. Um, uh, Mike Bergman. Um, I... I, I look at the thyroid, my thyroid problems on a slightly different 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 way. I, I have those pills and I have to take one pill every day until the end of my days. And if I stop taking them, it doesn't mean I die. I just feel worse and worse and I'm tired and I'm irritated. Uh, but besides that, if I have to have one disease, this is fine. My Hashimoto is not that bad. It could have been worse. Really, 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 really much worse. Uh, Yeah, Piotr Kostrzewa, yes, that was like a very strange week or so, because nobody told anyone that that there were problems in the Chernobyl. By the way, uh, if you have access to the HBO, then please do watch the Chernobyl miniseries. I think it's one of the best miniseries ever. especially the last i think the last episode of the series is like it's like mind blowing good episode uh, the first and the last episode of the chernobyl are really amazing and they perfectly explain what happened how happened and how fucked up everything over there was so yeah the, the chernobyl miniseries is just amazing piece of the uh, of the cinematograph television cinematograph no matter how how you going to how you're going to call it Uh, big boost, FPV, leukemia in 87, uh, I'm not really, a, I would not expect this. those things rather take longer to develop than like, you know, half fire but I don't know, I'm not, I'm not a medical guy, I, I'm not a doctor, I. and you should not really ask my opinion on that. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, But if you had it like so many years ago, then I assume that everything is fine. And that's good that everything is fine. Hey, Gal Hello, mate! Uh, happy New Year, mate! Uh, by the way, this is one of the strangest uh, live stream FPV-related live stream you ever uh, been to, most probably, because so far we talked about quads, we talked about uh, cars, we talked about the nuclear energy, <laughs> and who knows what we will be talking about next. Uh, to be honest, my list of the of the topics for the live stream is done. I I talked about everything. So, rather not about that. Uh, Any tritium reactors from quads? (laughs) I wonder about the price. (laughs) But no, um, have you noticed that every year or two there is a new company that says that they solve the problem of the batteries? that uh, lithium polymer uh, batteries are no longer really a problem and uh, they are obsolete technology we're gonna have this new way to store the energy and it will be so amazing you will be able to charge the battery in like a minute or so and then use it and like whoa. and uh, how many of those uh, companies really put something on the market? I don't remember a thing, I remember like 15 years ago, 10 years ago, there was a company that was able, and they really had something like a prototype, uh, or even maybe, the, maybe slightly more than a prototype, uh, the small generator that was powered with the eternal alcohol you just like put the alcohol inside and some kind of magic was happening and the physics and the chemistry and you had the electric energy on the outside what happened with that nobody has to, nobody has a need to convert uh, alcohol to electricity uh, so nothing over there and this was really like the, it was i remember this was really something I remember I was even reading this in the printed press. So it's more than fake news on the internet. Uh, so nothing happened. New batteries all the time, nothing happened. The Graphene, the Graphene was supposed to be such a huge step forward. Uh, and uh, Graphene? Like, and what changed? Uh, by the way, I, I was one of the people that like four or five five years ago, I think, bought the Turnigy graphene batteries. Oh boy, that was such a huge disappointment. Like the six batteries I, I got died after half a year. So, yeah, Big Boost FPV, exactly, kind of the fuel uh, cell. But you were just pouring alcohol into it and it was working. Nothing, 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 nothing. Nothing is really happens. So, um, really happening. Uh, Shaky Mike's adventures. Capacitor, energy, storage and discharge. There is a problem with the capacitor uh, because the energy density of the capacitor is much lower than the lithium battery. Uh, Yes, it can be charged much faster, uh, but then there is a problem of the capacity of the the capacitor itself because the energy discharge is from voltage to zero and uh, Uh, That means that uh, you have to have not only the circuit that will drop the voltage from the capacitor to the operating voltage, but also will boost the voltage from the capacitor to the operating voltage. So it's a two-way conversion of the energy and this thing is never very efficient. So, so, a problem. And really, like the lithium batteries are, are simple to use. Yes, they are maybe slightly complicated to charge, but besides that, uh, they are relatively simple to use. Uh, now, Diesel Girl, uh, alcohol fuel cells will briefly marketed to the public, but ethanol takes a lot of energy to make. Nope. Nope. Ethanol is super cheap to make. <laughs> <laughs> ethanol is super cheap to make, uh, but as long as you are super happy with the low concentration uh, of the ethanol, you only need some sugar and you only need some yeast, and you, the alcohol will make itself. Yeah, yeah, sure. You will you will top. I think I how how much? Seven percent of the ethanol will be the top you will get without the distillation, but you will get it. Super cheap, not very efficient, but definitely super cheap. <laughs> and the humanity is doing that since ages. <laughs> I was even doing making my own wines uh, at one point of my life, uh, before we moved to this this apartment the old apartment. Uh, before the kids, I had like this huge bottle, and I was like it was bubbling. The yeast was doing its stuff, and then I was able to drink alcohol that was coming out of this, and. The most interesting wine I ever made was wine from tea. Yes, you take a tea, add a lot of sugar to (laughs) it, add some yeast, let it ferment and at the end you have something like a wine made from tea. Surprisingly, it doesn't really taste like tea, but closer to a wine. Interesting times, right? (laughs) exactly not this old girl Uh, drinking alcohol is cheap and the only problem is probably the the, the space uh, to have the fermentation happening (laughs) Uh, yeah Um, King of Jester says that Nikolai Tesla was the best scientist ever um I don't think Nikolai Tesla was really a scientist. He was an engineer more than the scientist. He was doing uh, stuff, not thinking about stuff. Uh, Personally, personally, Newton. For me, it's Newton. Uh, Newton and maybe Fourier. Probably, but for completely different reasons, (laughs) probably. Uh, yeah, mm. Shaky Mike's Adventures, bread Moonshine. You can make moonshine from everything that has at least some of the sugar in it. If it's sweet, you can make a wine and then you can destyle this thing and make a moonshine out of it. So absolutely no problem. Uh, rice, why not? Grain, potatoes, come on, whatever. Whatever, if it's organic, most probably there is some kind of the yeast that can convert the sugar into the alcohol, and and you are golden. So it's only about uh, you know if you want. Uh, I'm not sure how the how the how the alcohol production at home looks like in your countries, for example, here in Poland. Uh, you cannot distill. Uh, or maybe they changed that low recently. For your own usage, low uh, condensation of the alcohol, like the wine, I think the limit is like fifteen percent or something. No problems. Uh, but if you want to distill it, then, then then it's getting complicated. But many people absolutely don't care about that, and you can buy the whole setup in the internet to make your own moonshine. <laughs> Diego Filipe uh, saw an article about some new breakthrough on solid-state batteries. Don't know if we see them anything in the FPV in the future, but seems cool. Um, the thing is, the new technology to be moved, they have to be uh, significantly better than the previous technology, and. Uh, The significantly better is a fluid, uh, let's say, term, because only the fact that something is better doesn't mean that it will be adopted, because it has to be much better or much cheaper. Uh, If let's say that those solid-state batteries uh, will be cheaper to make than lithium-ion batteries. Uh, because the lithium-ion batteries will be more and more expensive to make because the the amount of lithium in the world is is, is limited. So if this will be cheaper or for example they will have uh, much simpler charging discharge and for example they uh, will have higher uh, energy density and so on and so on and so on then yes they will be adopted and uh, basically every technology has a chance of being adopted if the technology that was cheaper got more expensive. Uh, but this all depends how the prices will will go, how demand will go, and uh, and so on, and so on, and so on. Uh, Calabrese two to one, yes. Matagate seven four three is supported by Anna fully. All the functions are working. See, like this one I have it is over here. Uh, Johnny DRC. That's definitely a different live stream than every single other we had so far. By the way, the next live stream is next week uh but that's a completely uh i think louis Pasteur, yes louis Pasteur, also a good good example of the great scientist um definitely i still prefer newton probably really the, the number of things that newton really like was working on it was mind-blowing we know him from this anecdote of the apple falling on his head but i think this is this this never really happened and uh, really like and we went from fpv to making moonshine Why not? Come on, come on. We cannot always fly. For example, right now it's dark and when it's dark, you have to find uh, something better to do. So let's just talk about making moonshine or at least uh, fermenting some yeast. Uh, I never made uh, beer at home. Uh, On the other hand, I'm not the biggest fan of the beer itself. I basically nowadays only like, yes, more than tolerate, like the uh, Weiss beer uh the I always forget the name of this crop. Uh pszenica. In Polish it's pszenica. Translate rye? No, wheat. Wheat. This is a beer made from wheat and without the uh, and how it's The spice that they are adding to to to, to beer. Chmiel. Uh hop. Okay, this is a beer without from wheat and without hop. Okay, hop, really? No, makes uh, no sense. No, it has to be hop. <laughs> I had no idea thing. the thing is called hop in English. <laughs> um uh Skycrew FPV 9 a.m. Okay, it's 9 p.m., so apparently we are 12 hours apart, and if you say you're a.m., that puts you somewhere in the Australia, New Zealand. Am I correct? SkyCrew FPV. And this is for you, this is already Sunday, right? That's... Uh, I think Hops. Exactly, Hops. Mm. Judy Hobbs. No, maybe not. Um. Okay. I think we'll be ending this strange stream today um, because really like. (laughs) Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, The strangest live streams I had ever so far, but also one of the coolest one. So uh, the next live stream is on the 15th of the January 2022. That means next week uh the same hour and i have no idea what we'll be talking about uh then there will be a two weeks of the break and then the next live stream will be already in the february uh on tuesday i'm publishing i'm publishing the first video about the pierx lifter the x8 cine lifter project with some basic information you can get about this and most probably next week I will be doing a lot of soldering, because de- <sighs> 8 motors, 3 wires per motor, that gives 24 wires in total. Uh, that will be a lot of soldering for sure. Johnny, D, 12 p.m. in California. Yup. Uh, Sky Crew FPV. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it mainly because XJet joined... Uh, this uh, stream for a, at least for a few times and every time it's like super early in the morning like uh, but i still i'm i'm up and running so <laughs> um calabres uh, is there a shortage of h7 uh, there is a shortage of everything everything and the prices are super high So, whatever you can get your hands on, just get your hands on, don't be picky. Uh, I would, if you ask me, don't go back to F405, uh, but not for the availability, but for the user friendliness of F405. Uh, Don't buy F7.2.2s. Because they are closing to the end of life, uh, go with f745s, f765s, and h743. Also try to avoid h750s. Um, because no, no, this is no, this is this is this is cheap, but this is not good. And uh, that's all. I think I should record another video about the recommendations. Like last year, I made a video about uh, what you get in the in each of those uh, families. Uh, but I think it, it desire deserves an update one year later. What do you think? Should I record such a video? I think so. I think so. I will have slightly more time during the uh, the week because final news. I got degraded at work Mm -hmm. yes i got degraded i was degraded from being a tech lead to being only a software developer but guess what it means less duties but the same money and i even got a raise after being degraded I can be degraded like that, no problem. (laughs) You want to be degraded? Okay, give me a raise and I'm degraded. (laughs) Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, That was funny. Uh, I think so. (laughs) No, but really, that's... That was, that was, that was interesting development on the last, uh, last few, few weeks and the funnest, really funnest, not really, it, it really pissed me off. A lot. Uh, they degraded me without telling me about it. I was supposed to find out about this myself, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Okay. Uh, thank you very much i think it's time to slowly end this live stream and i see that it kind of blocked even on the uh on the internet so uh, thank you very much for watching and until the next one bye bye